Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hello, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. It's Wednesday, my friend. Middle of the week. Middle of the week, but the last week for season three. And the last day of the month of August. Indeed it is, August the 31st. So wrapping up month eight, mm-hmm. I do have it all correctly put into our equipment. That's important. So I think I don't think we're recording over any conversations. I think we're good. <laughs> Keep our fingers good. crossed. Yeah, no kidding. Every time. Moving into a new month tomorrow, we'll go ahead and finish out James 5 this week, but next week starts a new season. Are you telling me that we're going to drop the first Monday in September, season one? Season four. Season four. Season four. Can you believe it? This will be the four, starting our fourth year. Although season one was kind of truncated. It was half a year. So anyway, season four. <laughs> going back to the Old Testament. For those who are jumping in today, we're going to go to Psalm 54 next week. Yeah, that's right. We're going to walk in paths of righteousness. Mm -hmm. We're not going to take two minutes to describe it today. Listen to yesterday's conversation to find out all that's coming today. Which probably is poor planning on our part because I only have one verse to read today. Maybe we should have done that today. You stole my thunder. I was going to point out that we've got an incredibly long reading today (laughs) in James chapter 5, but you've already blown that for me. Why don't you go ahead and read that verse? All right. We're going to do James 5 verse 12. New King James Version. But above all, my brethren, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or with any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no, no, lest you fall into judgment. So when I go back and do the editing on this, I'm going to try to to drop in some good pauses for dramatic effect and see if we can make this last little bit longer well i can i can go again (laughs) (laughs) here's what shocks me but above all okay so we're just focusing on this verse part of me wanted to just skip it because it is it's a struggle to try to figure out why it's here but but i mean how can you skip the verse that james says above all this Mm. more important than anything else i've said at this point i want to say this thing You, you need to above all this does it surprise you that when he says above all more than anything Everything I've said so far, there's one really, really important thing that I've got to bring to the top, and it is don't swear. Well, you know, I mean, a, a little bit. If if we're driving to something here, I'm I'm a, a little surprised this is the place that we're driving to. That uh, the story so far has been, we know that the rich have been oppressing, and they need to cut that out, and you who are oppressed— Hang in there and endure. God's got you. God's coming. It'll be all right in the end. And above all, <laughs> as, you're, as you're doing that, as and they're as beating do- you, as, as they're persecuting you, as you're enduring, you, as they're dragging you into courts and they're blaspheming the name of God, yeah. above all, remember this one. Now, I guess, you know, rehearsing it that way, I suppose I can see a little bit maybe the loop getting closed here. Uh, what has, you know, when they say that the rich have been defrauding the people that owe them, what's going on there? Well, they're clearly promising that they're going to pay Mm. for the service and for the hours. They're saying they're doing that, and then what? And then they don't. Ah. Okay, they're cheating people. So that, I see, is application here of this verse. Let your yes be yes. If you're going to tell people you're doing things, do what you say you're going to tell them. Don't be like those guys who are defrauding. Yeah. Above all, don't become them. Yeah, don't turn into that. Okay. And that's a great lesson there because fortunes can change, and yeah. maybe one day you are the one uh, who, who has the wealth and the riches. 
because you waited for that latter rain and you got blessed like Job. And there you are with everything like Job had. There you go. And don't, above all, when you get there, don't don't let your yes be yes, your no, no, don't swear. Clearly, this is one of the places James is bringing to mind Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. Sure. In Matthew chapter 5 and verse 33, Jesus preached, Again, you have heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not swear falsely, but shall perform to the Lord what you have sworn. But I say to you, do not take an oath at all, either by heaven, for it's the throne of God, or by earth, for it's his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it's the city of the great king. And do not take an oath by your head, for you can't make one hair white or black. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. Yeah, James is clearly calling that teaching to mind. There in the Sermon on the Mount, the emphasis does seem to be just on being the honest person. Yeah, to, to have integrity. Because in the Sermon on the Mount, particularly in that portion, he is trying to explain to them that there is a righteousness that exceeds the Pharisees. Mm -hmm. And as we learn more about his interactions with the Pharisees, I think it becomes even clearer in Matthew 23. Boy, they had created some fantastic oaths, hadn't they? They knew how to swear on the temple versus the gold of the temple and all this. And while it might have sounded so amazing, oh, surely they're going to do it, uh, you know, in, in sort of creating these oaths, well, actually, they had found ways to weasel out of doing the things that mm. they had committed themselves to do. Right. Yeah. Jesus draws that to mind that we're telling you, you just say yes and no, yeah. and then do it. Just and say do yes it. and no. do it. Don't, don't, don't get into all this oath-taking. Don't get into all this you know, promise-making. And their part of it is you're making these oaths, and these are all things that you can't control. You know, you're talking like you're God, like you have power over these things, and you don't. Right. And so there's a real hubris involved with all that as well. I swear on the heavens that I'm going to do such and such. Yeah. And, you know, the problem, of course, is if you don't do such and such, the heavens aren't yours. Exactly. So, look, here's what you have control over. You can say yes and no. Do that. Yeah. You, you, your yes can be yes. Your no can be no. Do that. You have control over yourself. Be honest. Be yeah. honest. Yeah. I will admit, I don't think either of these passages are saying that in those times when legally they want us to bind ourselves with an oath. I, I don't yeah. think that this is saying we're not allowed to do those kinds of things, but it is pointing out that we need to be the kind of people who are honest, who do what we say. I wonder, though, if James is not bringing in another aspect of this or highlighting an aspect of this that I missed when studying the Sermon mm -hmm. on the Mount, especially in a letter where he has talked about pure and undefiled religion, yeah. where he said that I need to be slow to speak, slow to anger, and quick to hear, yeah, that's where he's right. talked about me bridling my tongue, and now he brings mm -hmm. up this issue about swearing and oath-taking when, when he's already set the stage for this issue of how I, how I use my speech in pure and undefiled religion, in real useful worship that accomplishes something. No, I agree with you on that. And just to kind of dovetail, I think about so much attention given to the tongue in James 3, and particularly the imagery at the end of, of this fountain of which come blessing and cursing and how it ought not to be, that our speech was intended for good things that honor God like blessing, but can be corrupted into cursing. And uh, you know, may, maybe that kind of goes along with this. What is our speech intended for again? I'm reminded of some wisdom literature, ancient wisdom literature, the ancient preacher of old who talks about coming into the presence of God to worship and see if some of this doesn't sound similar to what we've, what we've been getting in James. I'm reading from Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and verse 1. Guard your steps when you go to the house of God. To draw near to listen is better than to offer the sacrifice of fools. 
for they do not know that they are doing evil. Be not rash with your mouth, nor let your heart be hasty to utter a word before God, for God is in heaven and you are on earth. Therefore, let your words be few, for a dream comes with much business and a fool's voice with many words. When you vow a vow to God, do not delay paying it, for he has no pleasure in fools. Pay what you vow. It's better that you should not vow than that you should vow and not pay. Let not your mouth lead you into sin, and do not say before the messenger, It was a mistake. Why should God be angry at your voice and destroy the work of your hands? For when dreams increase and words grow many, there is vanity. But God is the one you must fear. Wow. Here he's at this this issue of worship. I tell you what, he gets two of those things. I, I don't know that he mentions the anger, but he says, Be quick to hear mm-hmm. and slow to speak. Yeah. And this and is Ecclesiastes says, let your words be few. Let your words be few. Bridle your yeah. tongue. Go there to listen, he said. Yeah. And one of the things he specifically brings up is this rash vows, mm-hmm. taking oaths, swearing. I, I think about those who, when they're in the middle of suffering, and the, the fact that that's the time when they're tempted to take those kind of rash oaths and vows. Oh, Lord God, if you will only get me out of this situation, I promise to give 25% of every paycheck I ever get in my life to the local church. And, of course, they get out of the mess, and they forget about God, and not only do they not give the 25%, they don't give anything, and they quit going to church altogether. Yeah, you know, those kinds of those things kinds. happen. Uh, I'm, you I'm get gonna, me out of this one. I'll never do this again. I'll and, never. Yeah, James is pointing out. Look, don't do that. Above mm-hmm. all, don't don't get into that. Just let your yes be yes, your no no. Do what God has said. Obey Him. Love Him. Serve Him. Love your neighbors. Do what you say you're going to do. Don't heap up these oaths and promises. Don't don't swear these things to God. Just do what you know you're supposed to do. He's already told us if you know the right thing to do and you're not doing it, that's mm-hmm. sin. Just right. just be that guy. Be that guy yeah. who knows what you're supposed to do and go do it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And because he says there, uh, you will fall into judgment otherwise, mm-hmm. which, you know, I, I find that echoes the passage you just read in Ecclesiastes as well. Um, it becomes vanity. It becomes futile, the going away. And our time with God should not be that. Our time in worship with God should not be that. We want to be encouraged. We want to be edified. But it's it's really about understanding that we ought not to be saying foolish things to God. We need to be listening to the Word of God. And in case, in case you're wondering, well, is it a stretch to go back to that passage in Ecclesiastes? Let me read the next paragraph to you. I'm back in Ecclesiastes 5, right after he says, but God is the one you must fear. If you see in a province the oppression of the poor and the violation of justice and righteousness, (laughs) do not be amazed at the matter, for the high official is watched by a higher, and there are yet higher ones over them. But this is gain for a land in every way a king committed to cultivated fields. When you see the oppression, when you see, understand that there's a judge. Right. There's a judge. Someone will take care of this. And ultimately, God is going to take care of this. He's the one that we're supposed to fear. Well, James really does have the prophet voice then, because at the beginning of chapter 5, he's seeing the oppression, and he is addressing it and saying that God will bring a judgment and a vengeance upon them. Wow. He goes on. I mean, let's just draw this out. (laughs) Ecclesiastes 5.10, he who loves money will not be satisfied with money, nor he who loves wealth with his income. This also is vanity. When goods increase, they increase who eat them. And what advantage has their owner but to see them with his eyes? Sweet is the sleep of a laborer, whether he eats little or much, but the full stomach of the rich will not let him sleep. There is a grievous evil that I've seen under the sun. Riches were kept by their owner to his hurt. 
And those riches were lost in a bad venture, and he is a father of the son, but he has nothing in his hand. As he came from his mother's womb, he shall go again, naked as he came, and shall take nothing for his toil that he may carry away in his hand. This also is a grievous evil. Just as he came, so shall he go. And what gain is there to him who toils for wind? Moreover, all his days he eats in darkness and much vexation and sickness and anger. We go back to the end of chapter four. What is your life? It's a mist. It's a vapor. All this, you know, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to make that. I'm going to accomplish these things. Well, you need to say if the Lord Lord wills. wills. And if you're one of these wealthy people oppressing the poor, all those riches, you're going to lose that. You're going to gain them, but to your hurt. I mean, it all goes together. I mean, it really does. He's talking about not even sharing them with the sun. You're just storing them up for yourself. Yeah. We have the rich here. They've kept it till it's corroded and the moths have eaten the thing. And it's lost. Yeah. Do you think we got to rethink this idea about how much uh, New Testament Proverbs is James? (laughs) How much wisdom literature you know, is here? <laughs> hey, I, I think that there is wisdom. I just want to make sure we don't miss the voice of the prophet. Yeah. The, the, the only thing that bothers me when I hear people relate James to Proverbs is when they then take the step and say, so, you know, he just he just tells us a whole lot of different things. They don't really go together. It's a scattershot. No, this is, this is all building. Yeah. It all is weaved through there. There's wisdom. There's prophetic voice. But there is a plan in this book. And we, and we need to, because all of this is about where he started. Pure and undefiled religion. Keep your words few. Keep your tongue bridled. Visit the the poor in their affliction. That, that's and do what you say you're going to do. And yeah, because yeah. remember, it's not just about hearing, mm-hmm. but it's about doing. It's all there. Yeah. So that's that's my only pushback yeah. on the why, when people relate it to proverbs, but it's certainly full of wisdom. So thank you for reminding me not to say that too loudly and proudly. But yes, there's wisdom here. We're so glad that you've joined us uh, for Text Talk today. We love uh, talking about the Word of God, and hopefully our words are not too many, but we're going to close with a word of prayer now. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you for your Word and for the Scripture. Father, help us to take it to heart, particularly in our dealings with others, in our service to you, that we would be genuine, we would have integrity, that our yes would be yes. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.